hey Rachel yes do you know do you know what is actually causing people to like you know the main reason why people are getting divorced Mm, I'm guessing maybe people are getting fed up with each other (laughs) uh not really do you know the major cause of it is mainly because of money crazy or what money wow why why is it due to money Mm, you're interested to find out right stay tuned man everyone welcome back to smart women finance and we are the go-to girls of this podcast myself rocking rachel together with my partner here pauline Teo. we are both from the financial industry i'm uh, into insurance advising and my friend pauline Teo here she's a licensed financial planner and we are dedicated to actually helping all you women whether you're married single focused on work building a career or even those of you who are planning for retirement. We are here to actually discuss with you daily financial issues and helping you manage it in a more smarter way. So to empower you through financial awareness. We would like to inform you that whatever discussed in this topic and in this podcast is completely general advice or based on our own personal experience and opinions. If you are facing any financial issues, we do recommend that you seek consultation with a licensed financial planner. Thank you. So today in our episode, we are actually discussing no money, no honey. So that sounds like a very cheesy title, right, Pauline? <laughs> it is, but you know what? That's actually the reality of life, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How many of us actually take a look at how our partner is, you know, doing financially before making that 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 you know um decision to enter into a marriage with them? It's quite yeah. an important pillar, right? Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people don't have proper conversations, and that's why today we're gonna actually talk a little bit more about how no money, no honey, and how to make your relationships work. If you guys are ready, we are about to start. So, Pauline, tell me, just like you mentioned to me that 50% of divorce rates are actually due to money. And this is crazy because I think the pandemic, a lot of them actually filed for divorce in Malaysia. That's right. I've I've also pretty much heard from, you know, lawyer friends of mine. And I thought it's really shocking that more than 50% of Malaysians are getting divorced. Because I think there are many factors, okay, during the pandemic and now that we're entering the endemic period, right, there's a lot of things in relationship that we need to know about. And a lot of times it actually does circle around the topic of money. So now I think today what we want to really discuss is we're going to share with you three areas, three key areas on how to build your relationship on a proper and stronger foundation so that we can actually, you know, live up to the vows of till death do us part, right? And not the otherwise. Okay, so I think what is actually very interesting for you girls to know out there is that number one, I'd like to find out from you ladies out there, right? And think about this as I'm asking you this question. How many of you actually have spoken to your partner on things like, what do we want in this life together? Okay, what goals, financial goals that we love to, you know, champion together? 
And what do we actually really mean by this is say, for example, when you're having a life together, we need to talk about things like how many kids do we really want to have? Are we prepared now, you know, in order to buy a house, for example? Can we actually have uh, money to upgrade the car? So these are goals I'm talking about. And these goals will also be until the end of your journey in life, right? Retirement. Okay, after you finish working, you know, you're retired. How do you want to spend your time together as a couple? What if, let's say, your goals are not aligned? This is where problems will start. I thought I wanted this and, you know, you want something else. Things are definitely not, uh, not going to work out. You know what I mean? So this is actually one of the very, very important areas, you know, that couples need to talk about. What are our shared financial goals together? It is okay to have different goals and dreams, but as long as we know how to support one another in this relationship, we'll be able to get, you know, to somewhere that we want to be, you know, together in, in life. Don't you agree, Rachel? Yeah, I, I really do. And um, as individuals, all of, I mean, it's quite normal for you to have very different goals from your partner. Precisely. It is quite normal. But the fact of the matter, if you are choosing to enter into a marriage with your partner, you have to come to a middle point. Yeah. You know, you can't drag your partner all the way to your end and you cannot be dragged all the way to your partner's end. Precisely. You have to meet in the middle. So this is where that talk, uh, getting aligned on the same goals is very, very important. Because yeah. when you have direction, you will know where to go. And not just in terms of finance, but even in terms of other things like um, uh, health, even spirituality, physical-wise, where do you actually want to go? That's right, so right. all of this would be a much uh, directional phase. So now that Pauline has actually taught us all, you know, that we need to look into our financial goals, the next thing that you would need to look into is actually get an understanding on where are you both standing currently financially? Yeah. Because many of us don't actually know where our partner is standing or Rather, do we even know where we are standing? That is a better question to ask. Yeah. You know, like when I speak to some of my clients, actually, they don't know what is the problem that they are actually facing. Yeah. You know, they just know that, oh, um, yeah, I have money this month, you know. Then I, next month, there's going to be another paycheck coming in. But yeah. you have to also remember that, yes, as a single person, it's much easier to maneuver when you are not even, I mean, you're even short of money. Yeah. But when you come together as a family, Oh, it's totally the, different. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 the music is very different. The responsibility is very different. Yes. The responsibility is very different because now you have more commitment and you That's cannot right. just like at any point in time leave your responsibilities because it affects someone else. That's right. And right? I think these are things that, you know, sometimes as a couple, we don't think so much about it because we think that, hey, you know, um, this is within my paycheck, right? So I, I don't need to worry my partner about it. This is while you are around, you know. But what if, let's say, you're not? This becomes another person's burden in order, say, for example, if you've got debts. The other partner of yours most probably would be burdened because the banks will be contacting your partner as an ex of kin, you know. So this is where, you know, if, if you don't actually have clarity in the relationship, eventually, you know, within, uh, you know, the timeframes that you're together, there will be cracks. Okay, yeah. so we want to avoid these uh, cracks because at the end of the day, it's about building stronger relationships, right? So that's lesson number one. And maybe another thing is, let me just share with you some statistics, okay? Do you know 
for couples who actually want great marriages and they actually talk about, you know, these uh, shared financial goals, right? The success of greater relationship and marriage is actually 94%. So wow. think about it. This is really good, right? So that means you actually have clarity. The couple, you know, both of them know what's really happening and they are actually building something really strong together because the direction is very clear. Now, you most really want to know, right, Rachel? If the relationship is, uh, okay, okay, lah, okay, then what is the statistic? It drops by half. So it's only about 40%, okay, where a relationship that is okay or in crisis is because they don't talk about things. So just imagine this, which um, choice, you know, of relationship you want to have with your partner. So this is key number one, okay, that you want to think and talk about, all right? Yeah, yeah these are all within your control because uh, it's something you can do. Not wait until the very last point, you know, where many marriages have come to the point of divorce and then only they're like, you know, they, I don't even know whether some of them do realize actually all these things could have been avoided if they started on earlier. You know, it's Precisely. tough conversations. It is tough conversations. Even uh, sometimes when I have uh, what it calls conversations like this with my own partner, it is tough. It's not easy yeah. because it's emotion. People yes. buy in their money to their self-worth. Oh, yes. no, I'm only earning this much. What would she think about me? I'm only yes. earning that much. What would he think about me? So yeah. that is not how a relationship should be built on. You accept for who you are, right? Yeah. So it's better to find out how your partner looks at you today with the current income that you are providing with the current way that you have managed your money rather than get into a marriage and then find out that hey you know actually i'm not so happy with this i'm not so happy with that uh, yeah, yeah you know? exactly so better clear out the closet closet today and like uh what do you call this like when we go into the topic of financial being financial are you financially faithful you know to your spouse this is, of course is uh more relatable to people who have already entered a marriage but you can actually start when you're discerning for one, right? Yeah. So, like, what are some of the examples of people who are financially unfaithful? Okay, so when you're talking about financially unfaithful, right, basically, there's actually a few things that can potentially happen. So, for example, right, um, some of you females, and I know this from, you know, my, my clients also, they have this insecurity feeling, right, that whatever it is that they have may not be sufficient. So they have this habit, right, of stashing away cash. You know, 50 ringgit here, uh, you know, the next few days, another 100 ringgit there. And, you know, this becomes like their personal um, um, spending, okay, that your, their partners doesn't know about. Okay, that's the first example. Another one could be, for example, um, you've got a personal account that your partner doesn't know about is like totally out from his radar, for example. Or even a credit card, you know, that these are things that I want to spend on my luxury items, okay? And you have a separate card just for, for your own, okay, which your partner doesn't know about. Or the bigger, bigger ticket item, right, would be you have a property somewhere that you don't want your partner to find out about, okay? So these are some examples, right, that in a relationship, you are being un uh, financially unfaithful. Okay, and to be really honest, I have statistics for this. One out of three couples, okay, have this problem. Okay, so you want to be really transparent with this um, 
in your relationship because whatever it is that happens in the family units, right, you have to be very clear how this will impact the other person. So if I were to play a game with you right now, let's have the tables turn, okay? Now your partner is being financially unfaithful, okay, having one of these secret accounts, right? How would you really feel? Rachel, how would you feel? I would feel very um, cheated on that because Correct. your responsibility is my responsibility. You know? That's it's right. Happens to you if you're no longer around. Who is that responsibility going to fall back onto? Yeah. I mean, just imagine this. Uh, if your partner leaves you with an asset, okay, la, you know, you'll be happy and celebrate, yeah. you know, and everything will be happy. Probably be angry at him for a while, but then after you'll be happy. Correct. But if he leaves you with a, a, a big ton of debt, how would you feel? Oh, I would feel very, very, and already I'm feeling the emotion of, you know, being like left Cheated alone. On. Yeah, and then you kind of like feel that oh. lost, you know, and everything, right? So yeah, think about it. Okay, so everything always has the pro and cons. And this is the worst con that you can actually give another person. And this is a secret, right? You don't even know that it was going to come and hit you. You know, when you thought that your financials, everything as a partner as a re- in this relationship is actually well and fine. And you're hit very much with this sudden, you know, um, debt. So it's not something nice to leave another person hanging, okay? Yeah. Especially when you're no longer around, all right? So these are actually three areas I would say that you really need to be very clear on so that without any of these three, your relationship should be well and fine. And ladies and gentlemen, this is only, only some examples. There are many, many others that can actually trigger your relationships, yeah. all right? we're gonna uh, because of time we only have um, time to share with you three great tips and uh, you know areas to look into today so do you want to quickly do a quick summary today uh, Rachel of what we've learned I think yeah um, before we go into the summary part yeah. we've mentioned these three areas which are still quite huge areas to look into lah. so to help you all um, take up smaller chunks of it from today here are three things lah, that you would want to start practicing. Number one is have shared financial goals, right? So write it down, make a vision board together. I think that's a great idea. Honestly. Yep. I must agree. That's the best yeah. way actually to do it together. Yeah. Sit down together, get, take a board and discuss, okay, what is the type of house do you want to buy? Is it a double story, single story, sub-sale unit, new property? What is it? Yeah. Right. And uh, go on. What, how many children do you want to have? Do you want to take care of, how are you going to take care of your parents? Yeah. You know? And uh, uh, both parents. What kind of retirement do we want? What kind of retirement do we want? So it's all far fetched. I know some people, some of y'all may think that I cannot think so far ahead. So it's okay. Think as far as you can for now. Yeah. Maybe right now you can see a life of children, maybe having children. Yeah. So it's always work in progress. You know, yeah. this, this vision board that you have, right? It is not just one time you do and then, ah, we're done. It's a work in progress. Okay, as things happen in life, you see something that, you know, you, you really want and, you know, you both want to champion it together, you add on to it. So the vision board is only just to, to guide you and to let you visualize where you want to go. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's always work in progress. Yeah, it's always work in progress. So after having those shared financial goals, the next one would be to have conversations on finances. 
Now, this is like what we mentioned earlier, like some of the questions that you could want to find out from your partner. Yes, you can always do that. But what would be even more better, right, would be for you to speak to a financial planner or even to get your insurance sorted with an insurance advisor. Like go through it with a third party. Don't just do it by both of you because um, all of us are experts at something. So when you go to the right expertise, you get better worth of your time and yeah. your and a financial planner or even an insurance planner would be able to identify okay what if this scenario happens what what is this you know um they would help you prompt you guys to ask certain questions that you may not think of yeah yeah and i think right? the biggest thing would be it's going to be from a third party's point of view right so it's actually another input that understands clearly where you want to go and to help guide you towards that direction without having any biases. Because I think in a relationship, what is actually very important is that we normally have very fixed views or sometimes in a relationship, we could have very diverse views, right? That we cannot come to a clear conclusion or middle ground. How do we resolve it? So I think having another um, specialist or a someone professional to help us through this particular journey, it would help you keep your focus without having to compromise your plan too much. Correct. I think that's the most important um, point here. Yeah, exactly. All right, so after having that is the last tip, of course, do not be, fi- I mean, I would say like avoid having- being financially unfaithful. Yes, avoid being financially yeah. So be transparent. When you are transparent in your relationship, it starts with you like, at the end of the day. If you expect your partner to be transparent with you, you first have to be transparent with your partner. Yeah, that's right. I think it always starts with us being really, um, think about, okay, how do you want to be treated? And that's exactly how we should behave so that we receive the same kind of treatment as well. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I want to give you a word of caution. These questions are very deep and it should it's not for you know every um people who are in a relationship it depends which stage you are in so if you feel that you're already moving on to closely to the next stage of life which is into marriage then that is what you would want this is some of the things you want to ask of course if you're just getting to know the person this is too much to ask and and the this point in time so uh, you also have to look into when is the right time to ask these questions because sometimes your partner may be a bit more reserved at the beginning of the relationship and later on you would see they actually do lighten up yes that's right that's right always the right time and place yeah okay so i think another beautiful thing is we are really excited about this project that we are really really interested to launch and i would say Rachel, they'll be the first ones to find out about this project powers, isn't it? Yeah, this is actually we are this is our first time airing this project um, yeah. online. So we are having this project called uh, Love 1000. <laughs> so Pauline, do you want to share with us what this project is all about? Okay, so I think what's gonna happen is that for couples uh, or married couples, okay, or couples to be in a marriage, okay, if you're listening in. Do drop us a line, okay, if you find this podcast really useful for you, especially on the three tips that we've actually just um, shared or the three areas we've just shared. And we love that you'll be one of our um, Love 1000 project, whereby 
come on board on Facebook in our uh, Smart Woman Finance community, right? And we will actually be sharing even more tips, okay? And some ideas for you. What questions to ask? What areas to look out for so that you actually build stronger relationships in your journey in life? How does that sound? Yeah, exactly. So we actually... Um, this project Love 1000, we are planning to do some webinars yeah. on um, couples. I mean, uh, for newlywed couples or even couples who are one, two years old and they're married, uh, to help them uh, gain a better clarity as to how to work through their finances together. It's something that I don't think many people are addressing and we are really happy to work on this project together. So yeah. for now, what we've so far set up is actually a Facebook group where you can actually, if you're interested, you can go on, the link is in the description below and sign on first into this Facebook group because in this Facebook group is where we're going to actually be announcing all our events and uh, what do you call this? Some of our materials, some of our, uh, certain um, giveaways that we will be giving, sharing tips and all like what Pauline just mentioned yeah. on this group. This group is uh, it's a separate group from Smart Women Finance but it's of course linked to it and uh, it's more targeted to newlywed couples. Lah. So yeah. if you uh, have any friends who you know are getting married, please do show them this podcast because you are doing them a great favor. Not many people talk about how should you manage finances. Many people talk about how do you plan a wedding, but not many people talk about how do you manage your finances in yeah. your marriage. So and keep in mind, right, uh, marriage is actually not a sprint. It's a marathon, okay? You yeah. want to make sure that you get your foundations right, especially on finance, in order to make sure that the marathon lasts a long time, okay? Yeah. yeah. So um, what do you call this? Do share it around and help us in this Project Love 1000. We are aiming to touch 1,000 couples yeah. uh, to actually help them learn how to manage finances together. Yeah. So that our ultimate vision is actually to help this help uh, family life be more rooted and stronger, to last longer. Uh, and one of these areas that we can help you with is in the area of finance. Yeah, I see. So love to see you guys there for our project Love 1000. And we are going to sign off till we see you guys again the following week. See Bye.